What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. You know me. My name is Ben Bolin. Um, had some ups and downs in my job. This week, I am a traffic consultant. Traffic consultant. Very good. Very good. All right. My name is Scott Benjamin. I'm the. I'm still the auto editor here. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no new jobs. You're, you're stalwart. You're, yeah. You're, you're tenacious. <laughs> I'm and, sticking with it. Yeah, and you're dang right. good at what you yeah. do. Right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you're, you seem to be uh, getting around quite a bit. I'm kind of a jack of all trades. Good. Master of none. Mm. Um <clears throat> but yeah, I think this, I think this traffic consultant thing will, will work out pretty well. It's a, it's an interesting job because, well, A, it's not real, but, um, I'm sort of working for myself. I'm an entrepreneur. Basically, I stand at street corners and, uh, I criticize people if I think they're doing the wrong thing in traffic. You just shout out advice? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see people listening to you. Well, it's constructive criticism, Scott. You have a I bullhorn? Mean, I kind of I'm working on that. A yeah, bullhorn would be uh, be very helpful. It would be ideal. Right yeah. now, I just I just have a very large sign that I stand in front of. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Very good. Anybody following your advice? Um, no, no, hmm. no. But you know, this is how it always is in the beginning. Understood. I've got a vision. I've got a dream, and I've got a big sign. Stick with it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Um, but uh, one thing, the the reason that I actually took this ridiculous job for uh, this week, I mean, people will notice by now I've been averaging like two jobs a week, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Um, Constantly on the move. I, I'm trying to, you know, in this economy. So, um, but I still get, I still work here. How could I not hang out with my podcast partner in crime? And I took this job as research because, Scott, I got to tell you, man, we, we've done some podcasts about driving laws, you know, rules, regulations. Mm-hmm. We did that one about police chases. Yes. Um, but I got to tell you, um, there are a lot of laws that people are just are not following. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There are. Yeah, a lot of a lot of. Uh well, yeah. I mean, you see it every day around you. Because I mean, how many times have you been in traffic and you see somebody do something, and you say like, "Where, where are the police?" When mm-hmm. something like this is going, like, what, 
who's who's going to stop that guy from doing that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever that is, like it's an illegal U-turn or whatever it happens to be. Sure. Um, you know, they always seem to catch you when you're going two miles per hour faster in this, you know, the school zone than you're supposed to be. But mm-hmm. um, right. never catch the guy that's going, you know, diagonal through the intersection. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. There's a lot of a uh, lot of things that I see, you know, on a daily basis that I wish, you know, I'm like, oh man, I wish somebody would catch that guy doing that. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe he or, he or she would stop. And uh, we know we, we kind of touched a, a, on a nerve, a perhaps a nerve that needed to be touched upon when we talked about pet peeves, uh, driving pet peeves. You know what? I'm glad you said that. I've been thinking the same thing because later when we talk about some of these uh, these more common uh, mm-hmm. rules that you'll see broken in front of you often, mm-hmm. um, a lot of them – I don't know if it's a pet peeve or if it's really is it I mean is it a law is it is it just kind of a uh, um, a common practice on the road is it uh, right. I, some of them, some of them are a little gray is it courtesy area. or is it etiquette exactly, or is it yeah. illegal exactly and and some of them come right down to pet peeve and I think we've mentioned a couple of these that I've got at least anyways mm-hmm. in the pet mm-hmm. peeve section so we'll, we'll find out okay well I'll I'll go ahead and. Uh, Kick it off with the most common one. Can okay. you, do you want me to do the most common one? I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, first, do you think we should tell them? Like, I, I got one thing I need to say first. I think. Okay. There's there's a reason that we're talking about this, and that's because um, I know we sound kind of stodgy about this or whatever, but there, we're there, old codgers. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's there's rules for a reason, and there's a couple of reasons really. And when you listen to the reasons, I think you'll understand why we're talking about this today. Mm-hmm. Uh, because. And like I said, you know, you go follow the rules. A lot of people are going to say you don't have to follow the rules, but um, if if you don't if you don't follow the rules of the road here, the, the problem is that you're endangering yourself. Okay, that's that's one. The second thing is you're endangering every other motorist on the road. The third one, which I think some people will find you know apply to them, you're endangering pedestrians on the road who are expecting you to do, to do one thing when you do another thing. Uh, that's a good um, so I, I hadn't really thought of the pedestrian angle until you know yesterday when I saw somebody almost get hit. Um, I, I just thought you know like well they were expecting this person to stop at the light they didn't mm-hmm. and continued through and the person at the you know at the intersection the the crosswalk where they were supposed to be nearly was struck and and you know I'm thinking like okay well that's a it's an accident that's clearly the, the, the motorist's fault but it was based on the pedestrian thinking that the car was going to stop like it was supposed to at the intersection and you know it just. It got to me then at that point that you know there's more more than just yourself that you're thinking about you know like I've got to do this or else I get a ticket. There's there's other motorists and other you know people on the road that are walking and expect you to do certain things that sure. that, that follow those rules or the the convention standards I guess. And uh, let me go ahead. I I I completely feel you on that. Mm-hmm. I want to go ahead and uh, plead the fifth uh, to to some of these because of course we're very aware, or I hope you are too, buddy. Mm-hmm. That we're talking about, we're doing a podcast about driving laws. Pretty much everybody has ignored at some point or another. Yeah, this includes us, doesn't it? It, it kind of, it may. Is there a statute of limitations? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not going to uh, claim responsibility for any of these. Right, right. We're just, we're just concerned. But here's something I want to say already, um, and I've said it before. Uh, I'll say it again. I'm on my soapbox right now, um, Scott. The future, the the future people of the world are going to look back at the way we have traffic laws set up already, mm-hmm. and first off, they're going to think it's amazing and sort of ridiculous that we had these 
huge vehicles hurtling past each other very close together, uh, at, you know, in excess of 50 miles an hour. Really? And we thought that they would just stick to the honor system of having, you know, some lines <laughs> there's drawn. A, there's a line painted there, and no one's going to drive over that. Not over the magic line. Yeah, that's right. And and so we're already, you know, when you, when we say that these rules are there for a reason, it's, it's very easy for us to get comfortable and think that those – uh, that these painted symbols and stuff are real barriers, you know, and mm-hmm. and pedestrians certainly do have to do have to trust the other person behind the wheel. Yeah. So, I want to go ahead and start with one of the common uh, one of the driving laws is commonly broken: speeding. Speed. You know what? That's my number one. Also, that's my number. I, one. I think that I think that no matter what, no matter if somebody says, you know, I'm I'm always under the limit. I think there's a, a point where everybody is speeding at least a little bit. I yeah. mean, I know some people take it to to uh, you know the other extreme and they speed all the time. And we joke a lot about me speeding here, but um, honestly, I don't drive all that fast. I, I drive slower than my wife does, I think, uh, on a lot of the roads. And, uh, and not to you know point my finger or anything, but I'm just saying that you know I, I generally try to keep it at a reasonably safe speed and distance from other drivers. Right. But also, I mean, let's be realistic. When you look at, if you're on an interstate and you look at a sign that says the minimum speed is 40 miles per hour, mm-hmm. the maximum speed is 55? 70. 70. 70 in some places, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let's take, let's not talk about where it's 70. I think that's kind of <laughs> Okay, bad, sorry. So. But, you know, 55. Sure, it's 55. And most people are probably, if you looked at them, most people are probably averaging uh, somewhere between 60 and 65. Yeah, or even faster. Even faster. Even faster, yeah. That's uh, that's one I think people commonly break just just routinely, daily. Mm-hmm. And I, you'll I hear people make the uh, the flow of traffic argument when they yeah. get pulled over. Yeah. Um, as I'm sure there's some people already just shaking their heads ruefully, remembering when they tried that one. Mm-hmm. Let us all assure you, it does not work. Well, traffic does not work. No, but uh, you don't want to be on the opposite side of that either, holding no. up traffic because that you will get a ticket for as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's too slow and too fast. It's too slow, too fast, and just right. Yeah. What, what do you got? What's, what's uh, the let's see. How about no turn signals? You're supposed to use your turn signals every time you change lanes, but um, I don't know how often I see people not use turn signals or cut across two lanes of traffic at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also not allowed. Yeah, but man, um, this is this is Atlanta. This is a town. <laughs> it's like Mad Max. Yeah, but here. I mean, you've got a brand new BMW. I know that your turn signals work. It's not that you know they don't work. Which I guess if you've got a car that doesn't have turn signals that work, that's probably also illegal. And it's weird that nobody has designed, especially a high-end luxury car, a car that automatically flips the turn signal when you're turning. I don't know if they can. How would they do that? I don't know. We'd have to really think about that one. I don't because uh, you're talking about gradual changes in in direction. I mean, it could be the, the curvature of the road. It could be. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're talking about like an extreme right hand turn or left hand turn, right? If it's possible to build a car that parks itself parallel parks itself, true. Then I I see nothing wrong with. I understand. Speed. Yep. We'll write a letter. I guess it's possible. But yeah, you're 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 right. That's that's bad. I, it's in Atlanta. Sometimes it seems as though people don't turn on their turn signals because they don't want you to know their secret plan. <laughs> you know what that? You know when that really gets me? When's that? When you're in two lane traffic and there's a, there's no turn lane, of course. Right. Right. And uh, you know you've got the choice to be in the right lane or, or left lane behind this person, and they they go all the way up to the light and then they turn on the signal. 
Uh, so, you know, you've got your stuck waiting. They're going to turn left in front Ooh, of you. Oh, yeah, those and guys. And you've got to try to either decide if you're going to try to, you know, pull out around them to the right or yeah. not. And man. I, I always try to be nice See, to them. I think we're getting into pet peeves. We're getting – let's go – let's just stick with Lodge. Okay. Right, you're right. <laughs> okay, so I will see you uh, tailgating and – I will also go with your hypothetical intersection there, and let's talk about what's going on at Yellow Lights, man. Mm, okay, Yellow Lights, that's a good one. Are you talking about the people that seem to uh, think that four cars can go through any yellow light? Yes, I'm talking about them. I'm talking about some people who have <clears throat> maybe in this room in the past mm-hmm. have been leading out at a yellow light, <laughs> and then when it goes red, these people, whoever they are. Yeah, someone in this room. Possibly, yeah, are stuck in are stuck in the intersection and a red light, and just bust that left turn real quick, yeah, and hope they don't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially, you know, that's a very common thing in cities. Yeah, but it is also it's illegal to bum rush that yellow light. So good point, good point. Yeah, and you put yourself out in a bad position out there. And you know what's crazy, Scott, is actually this this one. Um, I won't say that these laws are set up for anything other than safety, mm-hmm. but there have been multiple cases where cities and communities have been caught running their yellow lights short <laughs> yeah, to get tickets. Yeah, have you yeah. read about this? I have, yeah, that's right. I've heard about that. And there's something to do with the uh, the red light cameras as well. Yes. Um, is it that if they install the red light cameras, they have to extend the yellow lights? Is that it? Um, there, they, there's a minimum of like four seconds. There's a minimum of four seconds. Bare minimum is 3.9 seconds. Okay. okay. But there are people who are, who are shorting it to 3.4. So they've got a red light camera and then they've got a three-second yellow light. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I see. Okay. And so it's so it's tough, but it, it's a good revenue thing. But mm-hmm. we're just saying, you know, we're, I'm not I'm not beating up on drivers entirely. It's there 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 we're, is a gray area with these laws. We're so. pointing the finger at ourselves too. Yes, I, I've had <laughs> mine pointed at me. It's important to uh, remember throughout this thing because we're not just picking on other people. What's next? Uh, let's see. I've got. Uh, let me just give you two. Yeah, following too closely, the uh, tailgating. You know, mm-hmm. you got the uh, the two second rule thing that you know no one ever obeys really. Oh yeah, leave the distance of a car. And you know there is a tailgating rule. I mean, there's. I don't know what that would be. I don't, I don't know if it's just a judgment call on the on the officer for following too closely. Exactly, following too closely, or um, following too closely for the conditions. Yeah, you know if it's icy or rainy or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of different rules like that. Uh, the other one now, this one I don't know if this is a law or not. Okay, well, uh, I'll, head- I'll be the judge of that. I'm a oh. traffic consultant. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Headlights when it's raining. Headlights when it's raining. What do you think? Oh. So if you've got your windshield wipers on, yeah. I've, always, I've always heard if you have your windshield wipers on, you should have your headlights on. Is huh. that true? I don't know if that's a law. I've I've heard the same thing, but I don't – I'm not sure if that is a law. Yeah, no, it's a safety concern, of course. I mean – Well, you know, a lot of laws are also state by state. True. So I don't – I you know what? I can't speak to that. I'm yeah. not sure. I don't know. I, I've always heard that you know, when you have your headlights – or your rather your windshield wipers on, mm-hmm. if, if you need them because of rain – you need your headlights as well. You know, if it's just, um, you know, one one wipe to clear off, you know, the dust and dirt and stuff, of course you don't have to have your headlights on. But, I mean, you know, if it's the, con- the condition where you have to have them on, it's sprinkling either mm-hmm. or raining hard, yeah, turn them on. Even if it's like that Credence Clearwater song, it's like uh, sunny day rain, that kind of weather? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh. yeah, I think you have to. I don't know. We'll look I don't into know. It. We'll see. I'll find out that's a law or not. Better safe than sorry yeah. is all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. Uh Here's one. This has been a big, big deal um, in the states and uh, especially in the areas around Atlanta recently. Using your cell phone or texting oh, while you're driving. Very good. Which a lot of people do. And now um, anybody planning to come to Atlanta, keep an eye out because you guys are going to see some road signs that uh, are at the county lines. And in these... The, Quick background, there's Fulton County where the majority of Atlanta is based and then there are a couple of adjacent counties, you know, and there's one called DeKalb County. When you cross over the DeKalb County line, they have signs that say if you are in an accident and they can prove you are on your cell phone, doing anything on your cell phone, mm-hmm. the accident is your fault. Yeah. This is very recent, right? Our governor yeah. just signed this. Uh, mm-hmm. Sonny Perdue, he signed this in uh, – uh, just a few weeks ago, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a relatively recent thing, and uh, they're definitely watching for it. So, oh yeah, they're so serious. Be aware, yeah, and it's dangerous. It really is dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. We're getting, an, you know, what we're getting an article together about this right now.
Spoiler uh, alert! Exactly. No, it's coming together for the for the site. It's uh, you know, it's texting more dangerous than speeding or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, watch for that one soon. Yeah. Uh, okay, I've got another one for you here. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you two again. Okay. How about um, seatbelt usage? Because uh, there's still a lot of people that aren't wearing seatbelts, and that's a law. <clears throat> yep, that's got, a law. You got me. Can um, I real quick? Before, oh yeah. Before you go into that one, I I want to tell you, man, I, I've got to confess some to someone about this. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, my family hates it. Um, I, I do wear a seatbelt all the time. But you know me, man. I'm impulsive. I like to be ready to go. I have this habit that I've been trying to break myself out of. As soon as I turn onto the street where I will be stopping, I end up taking off the seatbelt. I don't know why. Oh, no. In case I have to, I guess, jump out of the car yeah, or something. Yeah, I guess so. Bad news. I can't break it. I've been doing it since I was, since before I was driving age. Really? So when you near the near your final destination, that's when you take off your seatbelt? Yeah, and it's so wrong. Hmm, I'm okay. trying to do it. Like I, my my girlfriend just hates it. Yeah, tests it. I bet. So I'm trying to break myself, man. But it's one day at a time. Uh, well, well, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. What, what's yeah. next? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's right. A lot of people just simply will not wear them. I, my grandfather, I remember, would sit in the car and he would hold the seatbelt. Uh, he would. How would he do this? He would click it in because he knew that you know the the light or the buzzer would go. Oh yeah. This yeah. is back in the early 70s, right? Yeah. He would. Cl- he would. Click it into its uh, its receptacle there, and he would hold it so far away from him, like uh, you know, hold it way away from oh, his chest. Yeah, yeah. It was going to do absolutely no good, you know, like an arm's length away from him. Um, some people just hate it. I mean, I, I, I know that. I know somebody yeah. who will not wear their seatbelt because they know of one story, one time where a friend, you know, um, was actually saved by not wearing the seatbelt. Um, that's so rare that uh, you know they say that they ever even will tell you that you know that you know if you had been wearing it, you would have died. Um, in a car accident, usually it's a horrendous accident. Well, Something even like even someone like me with that weird compulsive habit, yeah. I wear a seatbelt the majority of the time. Yeah. Um, the guy who invented it, uh, Niles Bolin or something, his uh, different from mine. Really, B O H L I N. Okay, yeah. he he. That's uh, <laughs> your name dropping. <laughs> well, no, no. Uh, Looking into that, I think that invention has saved over a billion lives. Yes, I would definitely believe it. Definitely, I mean, the numbers beat out the anecdotes. Exactly, yeah. That's what we try to convince this person that I know, and it's a family member, and, um, you know, just will not have any of that. Up until quite recently, you uh, people did not have to wear a seatbelt if they were driving a pickup truck in Georgia. Oh, you know what? You're right. That's very recent within the last, again, month or two, right? Yeah. Very yeah. recent, which is uh, we were the final holdout, I think, on that. Yes. Uh, a lot of states had the similar rule, and then uh, Georgia was the last one to pass, you know, that you do have to wear a seatbelt in a pickup truck. Well, because there's not really a reason not to. Yeah, I think that the the, uh, the the rule kind of goes back to when they were thinking that you know, pickup trucks were commonly used in uh, agriculture and uh, farm, you know, other environments, off-road type environments, and you know you're getting in and out of the vehicle. You're, let's say you're in a you know in a logging job or sure. um, you know whatever it would be, forestry type job, and uh, you're getting in and out of the vehicle f- 60 times a day. Um, I can understand why they would say like, well, it's not necessary to do that over and over again, and you're not even on a public road. But now you know a lot of people drive. A lot of people that's their main form of transportation. That's their that's their daily driver. Daily, daily driver. You're right. So um, you know there's no reason not to if you're on the highway. But but I agree with you. What you're saying is logical and rational. I just don't know if that's the reason Georgia was last holdout. I heard a different story, really? Mr. B. Yeah. I heard that one of the members of our state Congress actually refused to wear a seatbelt and drove a pickup truck. Uh, and I heard that you can trace this law 
to this individual. No kidding. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's uh, is all new to me. I don't, I, his, I don't remember his name. And again, it's just an anecdote. Yeah. No. It's so. likely true. Possible. Likely true. I mean, if you got somebody on the inside that's that's you know putting pressure on this to keep it keep it out. Yeah, I understand. Inside job. Did, uh, did that person recently retire? I believe so. Oh, there <laughs> you go. That's the reason. I, I think, you know what I think we need, though? I think we need a guy on the inside or a woman on the inside, someone on the inside to uh, get us a couple of BMWs. <laughs> okay, why is that? I just like them. And oh, I, I'm really, you know, if just, they can change seatbelt laws. You're just a fan. I'm just a fan. Just a fan. Okay. Quality right. vehicle. Very good. Okay, I'm sorry. what a tangent. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow, very good. Okay. Okay. Um, sorry. No, it's okay. How about uh, how about this one? I was going to give you two here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, complete stop at uh, at intersections, like at stop signs. Mm-hmm. I got to admit that sometimes I don't do this in residential areas, um, which yeah. is probably one of the worst places not to do this. Sure. Um, you know, you've got where the, the potential. Kids are. Yeah, you get the potential of, of people. Now I always look around, of course, but mm-hmm. um, you know, rolling stop. You'll get a ticket for a rolling stop. In fact, a lot of times you'll find um, police officers kind of camped, just waiting, just uh, you know, a hundred feet away from the intersection, just watching and just mm-hmm. waiting for someone to do that. And I've had a lot of friends get tickets for that. I luckily have not had one at this, you know, to this point. Um, I don't I, think I've had one. I see a lot of people doing rolling stops. I mean, you have to go. You have to legally, you have to come to a stop where the you know the the weight of the car settles. Yes, and then you move on. But a lot of people don't do that. I'm reformed. I do complete stops now, man. But I used to make more California rolls than a sushi chef. So, <laughs> oh Ben, that was uh, not yeah, bad, huh? uh, No, I guess yeah, yeah. We'll, well, yeah, we'll leave it up. We'll to let listeners. that one go. Uh, yeah, we'll let that one go. We'll leave it up to the listeners. What was that? More California rolls than a sushi, sushi chef because they chef. make California rolls. Very so. good. Okay, yeah. look, man. Not all these jokes are going to be awesome. <laughs> Luckily, you can oh, make more than I'm coming. You up can with. make bad jokes. All right, here's a, here's another one. Or do you have a whole bunch of them over there too? Um, I only have one. I only have two more. Okay, go ahead. You want to hear them? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, this one is one that I think a lot of people do unintentionally, especially when you're in a new place. That is, this is the part where you ask me what it is. Oh, what is it, Ben? I'm so glad you asked. It is parking illegally. Parking Which illegally. Is the first ticket I ever got in Atlanta, because mm-hmm. I swear to you, Scott, I, st- I, I I swear on Henry Ford's name that that parking space looked like I could put my car there. <laughs> you're you're very serious about it. You swear on Henry Ford's name. Well, look, okay. Uh, long long story short, yeah. there was nothing on the. It was street parking. There was nothing on the street that said I couldn't park there. It mm-hmm. was in the middle of several cars. Um, behind a uh, behind a pole in a bush, there is a sign that said that's a handicapped spot. Oh boy! And I couldn't, I didn't see it. And then when the cop wrote me the ticket, and um, I, I was looking at the ticket, it took me like a couple minutes to find the sign. Oh wow! I had to go like on an expedition into the bush. The guy probably just uh, he probably camps out and waits for waits for people to use that spot and writes tickets. Well, also, you know, I'm not the kind of guy who would park in a handicap. No, spot. no, you're not at all. It's it's messed up. But yeah. but I think that's something a lot of people do without knowing that they're doing it. No, I honestly believe you. I don't I don't think you would ever do that intentionally. I know that. Well, thanks. Man. But uh, yeah, that's that's. Terrible when they hide something like that on you, and you you just inadvertently stumble into it like that. All right, now you're being a little overly. No, 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 Are really. You no, me I'm, up for something? no, I'm I'm really not. No, that's uh, that's too bad, Ben. You've, it's I'm easy. Really sorry. Uh, actually, park illegally. <laughs> what do I see? I'm not being uh, 
Might be in Globe about this. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm ready. All right. I got a couple more here. We'll, yeah. we'll make them pretty quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go with these uh, the, the lines thing because um, I got another one that's bigger than this. I okay. Um, crossing solid white lines or crossing solid yellow lines. People do it. I know. Like you had mentioned that you know that that those painted barriers. Mm-hmm. We've we've come to know that you know you're not supposed to do that. You find that out in driver's ed. But uh, you know people cross solid white lines and they cross solid yellow lines as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see the solid white lines a lot of times on corners. Um, you're not supposed to change lanes on certain corners. Uh, right. If they deem it's too steep or too uh, too much of an angle, you know, et cetera. If it's too fast of a turn, um, they will. Uh, they'll. You're supposed to maintain your lane, and a solid line indicates that. And a lot of people are changing lanes all over the place in that. Sure. Um, or they cross over into a you know a turn lane too quickly, mm-hmm. uh, so they end up in uh, a section that's marked off with you know solid yellow lines. Or they do a U-turn over two solid yellow lines, which indicates you know there's traffic coming the other direction. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know the the solid yellow line and solid white line thing really gets me. That does seem to bug you, man. Yeah, it does. It and then me. also you know you're not supposed to you're not supposed to switch lanes in an intersection or in the midst of an intersection. Yeah, yeah you're right. And people I do that. I see that all the time. I see that. Oh, what about passing on the right? I see a lot of people passing on the right. Now, I got to ask you: Is that a law? Yes. All right. Yeah, you're not supposed to pass on the right. Uh, you're supposed to, you know, I, I think, you know, the, the person is also in front of you that they're holding up traffic. They're supposed to move to the right and allow you to pass on the left. Yeah, um, but few people do And that. if you can't pass on the left, then, you know, that's too bad for you. You're supposed to wait until you are able to pass on the left. You're not supposed to pass on the right. That's that's not the right way to do it. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I just, few people actually do go to the right when there's slower traffic. Because yeah. we all get this, I get this racing mentality sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I gotta hold my spot in line, Scott. Um, okay, yeah. Okay. So I got. To, you have any more? Because I've got, I got a couple. I, I got this. This one. Uh, stopping for pedestrians and crosswalks mm-hmm. happens a lot. Yep. You know, even in um, a lot of cities, they'll have a sign, the little yellow sign with the stop sign painted on it. Stop yeah. for pedestrians. Those pedestrians are crossing. I don't know what the problem is. You know, the cars always have the right of way. So, yeah. Um, wait. Yeah. Well, You're looking at me like I'm. <clears throat> I really want to be on your side, man. I want to support you. <laughs> But you got to stop hitting these people in the <laughs> yeah, street. No, okay, I know, I know that's not right. Yeah, yeah, we we no, know we know that, and but it's it's true that a lot of times maybe the drivers don't see the people who are about to walk out on the curb yeah. and continue past. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have to deal with that every day pulling into our uh, our building. Yes, sir. Off a main road, and there's a lot of foot traffic coming from public transportation and just in general. People live in condos down here in the city. Sure. A lot of people walk to work or bike to work. Keep an eye um, on So, you know, construction workers walk into the job site, that type of thing. And uh, anytime we're turning into the building, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's always kind of nerve-wracking because you got people closing in from behind quickly. And you you have to stop often to let people you know continue to cross in front of you, and that's uh, that's always kind of iffy in the morning. And then the last one I have, I I, I just thought of it because we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Flashing yellow lights at an intersection. Let's get this straight for everybody. Mm-hmm. They mean slow down and use caution. They do not mean stop at the intersection. Yes. So if the power has gone out and it's defaulted to uh, you know one direction is flashing yellow, one Once direction is flashing, flashing red. red. Yeah. The one that's flashing yellow, everybody is supposed to continue through. But uh, a lot of people treat that as a four-way stop. And mm-hmm. that kind of screws things up even worse because they've got to chart it out that way for a reason. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's red and red, which, you know, they want it to be a four-way sure. stop. Yeah. Other times it's like we mentioned, red and yellow in another direction. You know, it's usually the, the traffic or the car with the, uh, the direction, rather, with the most traffic. 
And uh, that's what we had going on this morning. And uh, there were some people going nuts in traffic, just just super upset sure. because no one seemed to understand that a flashing yellow means you continue through. And maybe maybe we're just living in the wrong part of the world. Maybe everybody else in the U.S. knows that except for... I don't know. I, I don't, don't think know. so. I've seen that, you know, other times when power goes out in certain regions mm-hmm. and, you know, no one seems to understand how to... How to operate that stop or that uh, that intersection and in their defense there is sort of there's a nice mentality behind it this live and let live yeah let's make it a four-way stop just it, to help these people stuck exactly on yeah because you know that they're going to have an awful hard time getting out into traffic ever because no yeah. one's going to give them a break yeah it's well, a continuous flow of traffic versus a light that was working you know allowing them to go left and right so imagine trying to turn left across all that traffic busy rush hour traffic you're right. You're right. Good and I should, I should be more sympathetic. I'm just pointing out, man, flashing yellow light. Don't stop. You're supposed to go. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Good point. My last two, and then uh, we'll wrap yeah. it up here. These kind of go together, so I'm going to read them both at the same time, okay? All right. All right. How about failure to yield right of way? Like, you know, when you're turning left, you have like a left turn arrow, and someone who's turning right, you know, they've got a red light on the other side. Um, they're turning right, and they cut right in front of you. Ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, then worse than that probably, I would say, and this one goes with it, I think, is um, giving the right-of-way to another driver who does not have the right-of-way. Uh, so when you're turning, and let's say that you know, you're going to turn left, and it, it's two, two green lights, right? Okay. And you're headed into an intersection. You're going to turn left. All right. And there's another car coming towards you, and they've got a green light, and they can turn, they're going to turn right. Now, they've got the right-of-way to turn right, and then you wait Sure. Kind of follow them through. Because they have the light. Well, let's say that they're approaching and they're just starting to make their turn and you start to edge out a little bit and they suddenly stop on the, stamp on the brakes and motion you through and act like, you know, what are you doing? Uh, but they give you the, they, they motion you through. It, it just causes more trouble than it's worth. I mean, you knew, you knew what was going on. They've kind of held things up there. Yeah. So, so you see what I mean about giving? Yeah. I mean, they're trying to be nice. They are. They're trying to be Maybe. nice. So you sure. got to give them credit for that. Sure. But um, if you don't, that's what it comes back to the rules. If you don't follow the rules, everything kind of gets jammed up in there because now the, the whole rhythm is thrown off of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're doing the right thing. If they're doing the right thing, it will all work fine. If if somebody kind of messes that up, just, you know, throws a, I don't know, a Traffic wrench jam. In, throws a wrench in the gears. You know, it's just, it causes trouble. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I, the rules are there for a reason. I mean, mm-hmm. we sound like we're, you know, preaching to people or something here. We're not because yeah. we're guilty of a lot of this, really. Yeah. I know I am. Um, not, you know, not flagrant, not, uh, not all the time, but, you mm-hmm. know, I, the rolling stops, sure, I occasionally do that. I speed a little bit now and then, you know, that type of thing. But, um, I don't turn on right, you know, turn on red when I'm not supposed to and things like that. Yeah. I think people, some people just do that because they just don't care, I think. I have a very excellent, uh, defense. Well, I think it's excellent. Maybe it's going to let some people down. But, you know, the reason that we're, we're hitting on this stuff, um, despite the fact that neither Scott nor myself are angels when it comes to this, uh, is, is because, you know, a lot of people have heard that story about how everything's interrelated, how a butterfly in South Africa or in Peru flaps its wings, there will be a hurricane later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know much about butterflies, or I'm not a meteorologist. They taste with their feet, Ben. They do? Yeah. Weird. I know. <laughs> and, uh... And- Wow. And, uh, you know, I'm, at least I'm not an expert in those things this week. Uh, but the logic there is it does actually hold true in a very, very real way for traffic. Because when there is, when that person who is giving you the right of way, um, when that person who's going right gives you the right of way on the left, 
Um, and then someone taps their brakes behind them. Someone taps their brakes behind them. The the stops get larger. Sure. Domino That's effect. A, right. Exactly. Yeah. The domino effect in traffic, that can last – I mean when you're talking about a busy city, hmm. that can last hours. Yeah, I, can, that's, I mean that's why highway backups last. You know, when there's an accident on the road, mm-hmm. um, people slow down. You know, for whatever reason, for the initial accident or just to you know rubberneck to gawk sure, at the accident. Sure. That that domino effect, if if it's continuous flow of traffic, that can last hours and it can extend miles and miles, mm-hmm. uh, just from someone tapping the brakes. You know, hours prior to that. And you know what? Maybe we feel like we're may, may, maybe I because I feel a little preachy too, man. Yeah, but. I know. I, I feel awkward doing this because I'm trying to. I'm like. Do as I say, type thing. But um, but honestly, <laughs> we, like like we said through yeah. the whole thing, you know, we're we're guilty of some of these as well. Um, we're just trying to to let everybody know that you know there's there's a reason for the rules, and if you follow them, I I guess everything kind of works itself out. You know, that's if everybody's following the rules, mm-hmm. everything works relatively smoothly. If someone breaks that that chain, then there's there's a problem. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose Glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. 
I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'd also like to ask our uh, listeners out here, you guys in the wide world of the internet, uh, let us know, did we forget? Is there, a, is there a law that you feel like sometimes you're the only person that, you, that remembers this law? Or is there is there something that you feel like if you obeyed it, it would be weird for you in traffic? You know, which could happen, like the speeding thing that we've talked about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Go ahead and hit us up on our Facebook, Car Stuff. Uh, go ahead and hit us up on our Twitter. Um, while you're there, okay. While you're there, check oh. out the blog. Yeah, sure. We got the blog. We've got uh, we've got the website, which has got a ton of uh, great automotive articles that you can peruse at your at your leisure. And uh, let's see, we'll get them. Did you mention the blog? I you did. Mention the yeah, blog. Yeah. Okay, the car stuff blog. Yeah. Um, and we we have uh, and we have an email and. Uh, Send, go ahead and send us an email. We might read your letter on the air. There's probably a good chance. We uh, we haven't done a lot of listener email recently, but uh, we're going to get back into it. Yeah, we're saving up. Guys. Yeah, that's right, saving up. Uh, so if you want to uh, want to contact us, go ahead and do that. You can do that at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions... Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.